0: Last week, this is gonna hurt.
1: Do my eyes deceive me? <laughs> is that
2: lord the bar the
0: run? keck if you let the gnome in this bar, it will never be the same.
3: Across the nation, stories of these sleep stones begin to uh, begin to stick up. So you begin walking the streets of Stromles. Like I said, Stromles is a is a city. Not as large as Valorne, but it's on one of the two Great Lakes. The Great Lake Briasana is the name of the lake. And it's, it's, a, it's a fishing town. It's, uh, it's not so much based on trade. It's more based on just everything that they can get from the lake.
2: Is it on the east or the west side
3: of the mountain range that the... Uh, that you were on? It's on the, it's on the west. west. It's to oh, the oh, west oh. of the mountains. Okay, so it's, it's on like, the opposite side is the desert. Correct. Okay. Stromels, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some nifty map stuff, right? Where I, I do kind of like a series where I I make I point out significant places. Yeah, uh, Stromels is on the is in the west half of Etroon. So if you look at a map on our Instagram, you'll see there's two big lakes. It is the leftmost lake, that is the the Great Lake Briasana. and it is the city literally right next to it. That is Stromels.
4: As they if you want walk- to see, I
3: mean, it's in the map. Uh, it's right. those are
4: Good. Just in general as they go through towns and cities and stuff, really is going to keep an eye out for any like merchants that might be selling scrolls. He's trying to find a message scroll because he feels left out. We're putting it out there.
3: Good to know. You begin walking along, you follow Gallandan, and he he's traveling along. Cool. And he's taking, he begins going through winding alleyways and then he juts back onto a main street and he goes down another alleyway and he goes, we're not, we're not far. We're, we're heading to another in the Tavern of the Tipping Tyrant.
1: It's, it's, it's on the waterfront. Everyone seems to really like to name things with alliteration.
3: I in, think that's an etrunian thing. I guess. No. No? <laughs> Go back and think about it. Um, in the province of Valornia, it's animals and adjectives. The howling dog, the leering lamb. In Maradon, which is the province that you're in right now, it's alliterations. Oh, cool. Anyway. So, he begins moving closer and closer. You can actually feel the wind in the air. You can feel water in the air. You know you're getting closer and closer to the Great Lake, Briasana. And in the distance, you hear, "Shh!" Ah, oh my god! No! And Galandan, his ears perk up. And he goes, what? What's happening? And he bolts.
4: I was gonna say, at that moment... Bonzi swoops in overhead. Sure. Cool. And he goes flying ahead to see
3: what's going on. All right. He flies and he, he we make he chase. Keeps... Do you well, have him? Yeah, we all do we
0: see it. this, like, or is it just hearing at this point? Yeah, you're hearing do it. Do you have your portents? Roll your portents. Roll your portents I'm gonna roll my portents so I can't see it. No. I would be okay. Because
3: I said you can hear it. <laughs> ah,
0: ah. I got two twos.
3: That's actually pretty good.
0: It is really good. I'm really excited that's about that's those twos. Good.
3: All right, Jeremy. I'm
0: saying like I hear it, so I look in that direction. Is is it like? Just not in my line of sight right now.
3: Uh, you're you're in like an alleyway. So there's winding road in front of you. You can feel okay. wind moving, so you know you're moving to like a more open section of the city, up near the lake, but you hear it in the in the forward direction.
0: Sure. Okay. So I run. Okay. Likewise. Yes. Window runs. There. Brimley's on
4: cross shoulder.
3: True. Yeah. You find yourselves in a plaza. It's a windy day, there's mist in the air. And it seems like you've stumbled upon is three docks and a large boat roped securely to a series of picks.
0: Oh, here we go. How does the green inspiration chip work again? I forgot. You have to, you can use it whenever you want, but it's not a reroll. It's a, like, I'm using it for this action. Like, advantage.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh. Whoa. That's fancy. We need
0: a... The picture of that, because
4: that's Yay. awesome. Well, let's get the minis on, wherever they're going to be. The boat
3: looks familiar. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Guys, you ready? Gotta start the season with a boat. That's true. I'm going to put you guys, like, here, actually. We're in the water. You're not in the water.
1: We're in the water! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can't swim! Butt cramp! The boat appears to... Uh, it, it appears the boat is being unloaded. Large crates litter the plaza. They all have the same marking on them. It says feast of the monarch now you have all been in a true long enough to know that the first of genres that is the first day of the new year which is only a few days away is the feast of the monarch it's the celebration of the monarch and his friends unifying a Troon. it's essentially new year's eve and fourth of july mashed up into one it is a party <laughs> the bad news is at the moment the plaza is a battlefield scattered around are civilians all screaming and running for their lives trying to avoid being cut down by baddies. These are civilians. They are scattered.
4: Oh, man, we got, like, real people to deal with here.
2: I'm happy you got around to using these.
3: Yeah.
2: I bought these, I I got these at a flea market. (laughs) Like, uh, I just saw them, and I was like, I want all of these. (laughs) Like, they were in, like, four different bins, and I sifted through all these different, like, army men for these medieval
0: people. That guy's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's a monk. <laughs> so
3: there are a bunch of civilians. We have little green pieces on the board, little tiny green pieces. Those represent civilians. But they have weapons. Kill them! <laughs> <laughs> they, some of them have things in their hands, bottles, rakes, anything that they could get a, get a hold on to kind of fight off the baddies. The baddies. There are figures in shadowy cloaks... On nearby rooftops, I'm going to have to scoot this down. This is the rooftops. Got it. There are men in black armor on the streets. One, two, three, four, five. There on the boat are some shadow warriors. They appear to be standing at large mounted crossbows also known as ballistas. There are also goblins and bugbears littering the streets. What appears to have happened was a massive team-up. They're
2: out for revenge.
3: What?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoa,
3: those are legit
1: bugbears. Those are goblins. so cool. whoa. This, this has to get... Insanity. This has to get Instagrammed. Oh. <laughs> I'm, waiting, so excited. I'm waiting for us to get on the map <laughs> yeah. to
3: we're
1: not done yet. So what? Dude, it, yo, it's going to be crazy because we got to save people.
0: We're not. We, we're gay. Hey. hey, the only way to save them is to just kill all these things. The yeah. best defense is a good offense.
3: The ray of hope. There seem to be four people on the battlefield who are waging war against the oncoming horde. A dwarf in all black swings his axe wildly and launches two daggers from behind his shield. What? A very large, very dark-skinned half-orc wields a large two-handed cleaver, slicing through goblins three at a time.
2: Don't need us. I like what you did with the minis with the blue bases to uh, signify allies. Thank you. Yeah, very clever. Because I, 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 I noticed it on, on Gallandown first. I'm like, that's different. That's new.
3: An older man in a blue-green robe swings a large stick, battering the heads of any enemies that pass by. A-
0: He's over here. Like that? Like that ally
3: that he just hurt. <clears throat> but most notably, a woman, red-skinned with orange-yellow hair, standing her ground in the middle of the plaza, launching fireball after fireball after fireball at anyone who dare get too close. Galandan rushes forward and yells, Viola! And he hurls his spear through the air. The spear finds its mark in the chest of a shadow warrior. Galandan rushes forward battering a goblin aside with his shield and drives the spear deeper through the warrior into the forehead of a goblin standing nearby. To battle, he yells. And with that, please roll me the wait. first initiative of season two. Guys. Whoa! 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 Whoa!
1: Whoa! Initiative! Jeremy,
0: where are you? Guys, 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 <laughs> wait no, I, This is like a competing party. Okay. Should we really be helping them? <laughs> this is a whole this could be a whole new side adventure we don't know about <laughs> Okay.
1: This Man. is this is um the clash of this is gonna hurt and this is gonna sting They're like yeah. the, the alternate universe. That's am I right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Is this Dragon's Bane versus Giants toe? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you wanna you can you can you can tell the party what you think what, oh. or what you noticed happened?
1: Okay. The woman Viola is the woman Viola that Grayson once knew. I once knew a woman named Viola.
3: <gasps> when you guys were on the boat, yep. Grayson said, "I once knew a woman named Viola."
4: Craig listened to Grayson way more than anybody else.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, yeah. it makes sense because Windar listened to Grayson more than
1: anybody else. Grayson was my boy. Oh, I have to do this. Crit,
0: t- woo, crit,
1: fail. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> God, Before we do anything, I
4: just want to say Craig's wearing this jacket and he's got a button on it that I got for
1: him from Disney and it made my heart go warm a little bit when I saw it. Yeah. (laughs) This is my like button jacket? Yeah, my button patch jacket whatever. You gave me Black Widow. Yeah.
2: I still have Hulk.
3: You got rid of Thor. Loki. I minimized it.
2: That's cool. You're <laughs> really, like the Terminator, but the Minimizer. Done. The
1: Minimizer. <laughs> the Minimizer.
3: All right, so what did you get? <laughs> Windar, what did Windar get? 19. 19. And what's your dex?
1: Uh, two. No. Two. Yes, two. Dex mod.
3: Can you roll me a d20? Me?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, sure. Uh,
1: I got a 10. All
3: right. What did Korath get?
1: He got a whopping speedy one. <laughs> right you are, Ken.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what about Brimley?
4: Brimley got a 23.
3: Nice. What did uh, Lorthmar get? A uh, 20. 20. Oh, 20. And did, uh, did Bonzi? Oh, Bonzi should roll, it. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Natural 20.
4: I just rolled two crits in a row. I'm feeling oh pretty my good right
0: gosh! Now. Way to waste so, him on initiative. He's yeah. got he's got a twenty.
2: <laughs> Way
4: to waste <laughs> it on Bonzi. <laughs> Sorry, you go down. Nah. <laughs> he's got twenty one.
1: Oh wait, where's Bonzi? He's got to be on the field. Can you
4: can you throw Bonzi up there? I love how Bonzi's a large
1: creature. There. He, he, he Bonzi's really big now. <laughs> Word, Bonzi should be like
4: out there, right?
2: Bonzi's watch.
4: Well, he but he's he's, like, he's flying like above everybody right now.
3: Bonzi's like. Circling above right. the woman Who's hurling fireballs Right in the middle of The plaza
0: like,
3: This is going to be nuts By the way So everyone has to like We have to like really work together As a team on this one
1: Yes, yes This is
3: going to be friggin' I'm nuts Right
0: now Get rid of those
3: Extra Over G. Oh, I'm so nervous about this I've never done a fight this big before. I'll, I'll kill a bunch of them, but fight. we don't have to worry about it. How many
4: civilians are there? Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 11. Well then. For
1: now. <gasps> They're going to die, and we're going to get blamed.
0: Three, six, nine, ten. I see 10. You counted wrong. 11.
3: All right. It is Brimley's turn. So
4: Brimley is currently on top of Korath's shoulder, because Korath carried him out of the bar. He's still a little drunk. So he's going to basically like shimmy himself down. So he's next to Korath. And then he's going to slap Korath on the butt and say, Go get him, buddy! And when he does that, he's going to cast haste as he like slaps him on the butt to get him to, to go into bed. Right, I think
3: this is your first time casting haste. I need to know two things. One, please read for me exactly what happens with haste. It might be long. That's okay. And two, what does it look like when Brimley casts haste? Cool. Read it first.
4: So first... I casted haste in the final session of season one sorry it's what saved everybody's lives because korath laid into them you're right yeah
3: i just listened to that okay too.
4: so but let's let's read it back so i choose a willing creature that you can see within range okay. are you willing heck yeah all right Woo! step one done until the spell ends the target speed is doubled it gains a plus two to ac it has advantage on dexterity saving throws and it gains an additional action on, the e- on each of its turns. That action can be used only to take the attack, one weapon attack only, dash, disengage, hide, use an object action. After the spell ends, the target can't move or take actions until its next turn. It has a duration of one minute, so that's 10 turns. We got to wipe them out in 10 turns. So, description-wise, uh, so Brimley hops down, smacks him on the butt. When he does it, his hand glows like a vibrant yellowish, white, white-yellow. And and that courses through um,
2: Korath and makes him glow a little bit. And I'm imagining there's a there's a deeper deeper color change of a handprint. Yes, on his his yes. There's, his there's his like a, a deeper
4: orange, brimley <laughs> sized handprint on Korath's butt now, Keister.
2: Um, okay. <laughs> uh, quick, quick question about that. Um, sure. you, so you said the you said single weapon. So like, if I was to throw, if I was to use, if I was to th- do throw like throwing axes, I couldn't like throw four throwing axes. Right. It's oh, one okay. attack. One, one one extra specific attack. weapon. Right. Okay. Got it. Not like okay. a whole other attack action that comes with it. Because Korath picked up a bunch <laughs> of uh, surplus hand axes, <laughs> so he's just got like
3: <laughs> uh, just just because we're entering battle two, and and Korath is well not soon, but. Um, a listener, a listener, uh, emailed us and told me that I'm doing this wrong um, with divine smite for Cora. I just want to throw this in now. Uh, yeah. Divine smite, it it doesn't have to be applied before you roll. It can be applied after you roll. That email was submitted by again, Brandon. So thank you, Brandon, uh, for keeping us in check. Yeah, yeah, and helping us out. Yeah, man. It is Bonzi's turn. Woo, Bonzi. Is going
4: to just kind of keep flying up there for now. It's going to check out the scene. Not really do anything yet. Okay. Stay out of reach. Cool. Important.
3: It is Lord of Mars turn. Uh, followed by the bug bears. <gasps>
0: those, those gray Bucky, Bucky, Bucky areas are those difficult terrain or just,
3: just to, to paint this picture further. We've got docks. There are enemies everywhere. The civilians everywhere. There are archers up on a roof. There are stairs. Those count as difficult terrain. The stairs don't go all the way up to the roof. Sorry. The stairs lead up to doors. Those doors are in walls that are 30 feet high. The archers are up on top of those walls.
0: All right. um, I'm going to run towards the bugbear on the dock. Okay. I don't know how many spaces I can get there. How many spaces can you move? Uh, 30 feet. So that's... How many spaces? Five, six spaces? Okay. Um, I'm going to take... How many spaces are between? One, two, three, four, five, six. To get in his face. So, I'm actually just gonna cast True Strike on him. Okay. So I point at him. That gives you a
3: mechanical advantage, but it also... Tells you something about the creature yeah, too, right? An insight
0: into the, his defenses.
3: Okay, so... You know that he doesn't really have too many specific defenses that would be challenging to you. You do know that when he hits, he hits hard. That's about what I can tell you.
0: Fine. Um, He's
3: got this bugbear. All the bugbears have these clubs with, like, nails sticking out of them. And you know that
0: it would hurt. Okay, well, first of all, uh, just... As a scene, these guys have really never seen me with the, what I'm about to do. I pull out two short swords. Oh. So I'm dual wielding. What do the short swords look like? They're kind of long. More. They look kind of like rapiers, but not really. So they're like two short rapiers. Yeah. Okay. So
3: they have a bladed like side or is it just bladed on the tip? Uh bladed side. Oh, it's got a blade on the side. Yeah. So they're they're kind thin. of like
0: long daggers almost. Something like that. Okay. I don't know. I don't
3: Are they know. bladed on both sides or
1: just on one side?
0: Just one side, just point. Okay, cool. One side, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be getting ready with my two short swords and uh, Ruby. just ready right to go.
3: Bugbear, he sees you coming, and as you charge towards him, he charges towards you, and he lifts up his his club into the air. Thirty six, right? Yeah, and he. And he, he grunts at you and goes, "Your oh, cobbling spruces will die this day. And he brings his, his club sure. down to try to hit your booty.
0: Yeah, and I'm just going to say that I'm going to use my reaction as a defensive duelist to add my proficiency to my armor class. So, ah, so what's your
3: AC right now? 21. E misses you you I would be you're defensively dueling him so you 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 just kind of scatter at you just kind of like shift out of the way as he brings down the dock and it smashes a plank on the dock and then so the other bugbears they also choose to attack this one bugbear he's facing this dark plated dwarf in the middle of the dock and he swings at him weird I'm fighting myself (laughs) (laughs) I'm just fighting myself and he hits Masochist. He does, you see him do a bunch of damage to this dark clothed dwarf. If you had to numerify it, you'd say that he did 13 points of damage to him. Looks like about 13 points of damage you did. This other bugbear runs towards a citizen of a true. <gasps> and he swings against him. You're a monster. And he misses. Woo! Woo! Whoa! This particular townsperson has this this rake and he holds it up in the air and he and it the, the it just shatters in half when the bugbear's club comes down in it, but it, it deflects it enough that he takes no damage. It is Windar's turn. Question Answer.
1: The shadow warriors that are on the rooftops, is it single building or multiple buildings? It's like, they're like townhouses. Ooh. So they're all connected. Are they empty?
3: I don't know. <laughs> you couldn't know. Can you look at the house across the street from me and see if it, know if it's empty?
4: Are there cars parked outside of these houses? No. No wagons to be seen. So, Oh, some wagons though, yeah. Oh, we got wagons. All right. They're home. They're, they're home. You can't do that. Uh, I'd like
0: to think, by the way, when, when Owen said that that guy took 13 damage, you guys all held up posters that added up to 13. And <laughs> 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 so it looks about
1: 13 points of damage, Bob. Um, wow, what a hit. He's uh, going to be feeling that in the morning. I had an idea for what I wanted to do, but now I'm scared. Burn the
0: houses down, right? We all got that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we all the got we're all, so we're
1: all so on the, the same problem.
3: page. The buildings right. do, seem, do seem like they're made of stone. They're made of brick.
1: Yes. Can't burn them down. There goes that plan. Oh, no, gonna, no, no, no. I just want to say that. No, that would have worked even better. Uh, it's, all right. I don't, I don't want to hurt any civilians, so that kind of... I can't even do that right now. So, all right. What I will do right now, what window does is he's wearing this fancy pair of boots that he found called Boots of Speed, and he uses a bonus action... And he clicks his heels together He he does a, He does jumps up in the air And does a heel click And he's like Well time to break these bad boys in And he clicks them And everyone's probably like Everyone looks at the window like What the hell is he doing But then they see that he can run Double his movement speed What? Whoa. Yep Heck So yeah. he can move 60 feet now Instead of just 30 For th- The boxes are smaller here So is that still 5 feet? Yeah the same size I mean those the box are- is still five feet. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, All right. So um. Hmm. He was just saying comparatively Yeah. Comparatively, oh, compared right, compared right, to right, right. No,
3: no, every box is five
1: feet. <sighs> All right. Then oh, also, oh. it's it's also worth noting that um now that my these are activated and I I have um double my movement speed, um the boots double your walking speed, and any creature that makes an an opportunity attack against you has disadvantage on the attack roll. And it lasts opportunity for, attacks, yeah. Okay. And it lasts for 10 minutes. These boots, good to know. All right, and do what I, you're going to do. Okay, so Windar decides to move 5, 10, 15, 20 feet forward, 5, 10, 15 feet to the right. And oh boy, uh,
3: hey, Windar, Calendan says,
1: Sup, bro. Alright, um, so Window just uses Distant Whispers. It's too risky to use any kind of thunder okay. because I really want to use it, but damn. Do it. Alright, so Window uses Distant Whispers as a third level spell and instead of a first level spell, so now he gets 5d6 instead of just 3d6. Okay. And... who's he going for? He's going for this... Gotcha. Gotcha right there by Brim... Uh, by Brimblee. By Bonzi. Guy in black and, armor. What am I rolling against? Uh, you are rolling a wisdom save, uh, 15. He succeeds. Okay, so it is half damage. Okay. And Dissonant Whispers, you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature can hear of your choice. Oh, Only one creature of your choice can hear. Within range, racking it with terrible pain. You must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, failed save takes psychic damage. Um, it is successful. If it's sex- a yeah, successful save, it is half damage. So right, hit me with it. 5d6 because it is a level 3 spell. Whoops. And we get Skaboom. 4, 8, 12, 16, 18. So 9 damage. Woo! And Windar whispers, I'm coming for you. All right. It
3: is. So you see, Lorthamar charges in and runs to the left. Windar runs forward and joins. Gallon Dan in like the center plaza. He's only, you know, 20 or so feet from this, this you know woman throwing fireballs, and you see archers on the roofs loose their arrows. Bummer. We're just gonna go this. We're gonna go down the line. So the first arrow is going the first guy is gonna fire at a townsperson. His arrow leaves his bow. And it plants itself in the back of that guy's head. (gasps) Oh. And the townsperson
0: dies. That's one down. Lost our achievement. The the
3: (laughs) archer, the next archer, there are five archers on the roofs, listeners. The next guy's going to fire at Gallon Dan. The third is going to fire at Windar. He's going to aim and look oh. at you, and you can just feel the racism towards <laughs> Dragonborns in his arrow. He rolls a 19.
1: What? <laughs> Does he hit? Yes. Good. So close. I have an 18 now. Get out of here. He does
3: nine points of damage to you. He can do nine points of going away. <laughs> this, the fourth one is going to fire at the woman hurling fireballs. He misses.
1: Go figure.
3: And then.
1: Because it's your character. The last one is
3: going to fire at a townsperson. Oh, this guy sucks. He misses. The arrow goes wide. Lands right at this. This lady. Middle aged woman out for a walk lands at her feet, does not hit her. It is still my turn. It's gonna be that way a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things on the field. Yes, there are. <laughs> the, there are five warriors on the board who have large two handed weapons, they're all wearing black plate armor. I don't know if you guys remember escaping the city of Valor and you fought against a black armored guy with a like a...
1: Oh, the respirator the, mask. The
3: Bane, the Bane yeah. mask on his face. Yeah. These guys seem to be decked out to the same degree. I think I still have that mask. The... <laughs> probably do. <laughs> the one who was... He is still doing battle with this woman in the middle, and so he's going to continue. He runs forward at her and he takes... Some slices at her. He swings his sword and it goes wide. And he swings his sword and it also goes wide. (laughs) She's very graceful. She nimbly dodges out of the way and he swings one last time. And he swings again and she just dances. Just regally out of the way and just chuckling in his face.
1: <laughs> Windar it's, falls and low a little bit. <laughs> it's the,
3: all the other guys' turns. Oh this, this guy right here. Yeah. He's, uh, he's over near the bugbear and the dwarf guy. He's going to run forward and he's going to swing with his sword at the dwarf. And he's going to hit Yay, round one. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to do seven points of damage to the dwarf. And he does six more points of damage to the dwarf. Everybody dies. All right, we're done. And so we've got more guys. They're going to take strikes. Ooh, that guy's going to hit. He does 15 points of damage to the very dark-skinned half-orc. And the last guy misses. All right, so those were five armored peoples attacking... The four people on the board, the, the four like uh, people who seem to be trying to hold down the fort, it is almost Corrad's turn. It's almost <laughs> Corrad's turn. The two very large crossbows, the ballistas on the boat. If you were to look at the boat, you would see that there's this, a guy at each one of them, and you see them take a very large crossbow bolt and load it into the crossbow. All right? It is the goblins' turns... They're going to run forward. Because they're goblins, they're just going to kind of all make one group attack. That's a good guy. If they hit, they hit. If they don't, they don't. Oh, no. All the civilians. If
1: it's a goblins to goblins, they go for civilians.
3: They all miss. <laughs> yeah. The goblins run forward at the civilians, and they all miss. It is Korath's turn. Okay.
1: Um. I think it's...
2: <laughs> That's right. So uh, Korath, uh, very, so Korath uh, quickly, after being... Uh, doing all these things happening very quickly and getting slapped on the ass. Um, he is going to he's going to look down at the little gnome uh, and that just jumped off his shoulder. And he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to put him back on my shoulder. <laughs> and then he's inspired by Craig's use of fancy footwear. And he clicks his own heel. And ooh I'm thinking, like, uh, in Doctor Strange, like, Baron Mordo, uh, uh, yeah, Baron Mordo has, like, his boots that he uses, Mm -hmm. because Korath acquired winged boots. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, So he is going to, with Brimley in tow, uh, move up to...
1: He's in your toe? (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. He's going to move up to the roof. So uh, he's going to, he's going to like, kind of like run in air. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> stepping run, on invisible stepping steps. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because I, I think, on the roof. I think him flying just doesn't seem right. So okay. flavor wise. Um, so that was about, that was about 40, that was about 35 feet of movement, I believe actually. Um, from here to, so. It's the hypotenuse. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, first guy, he is going to attack.
1: I'm going to help Korath because I thought that was really cool that he just kind of, like, <laughs> he aired Jordan his way up. He aired Aegisard up.
3: I agree. so you saw so Craig Creston a black chip to let Alex roll with advantage on this shadow. They actually warrior.
2: were air Aegisard sevens, uh, but they were, like, the limited edition. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those, are, those, are the shoes. those are his
2: real magic ones that he forgot that he put into production. All right. This is like I don't want to ruin anything. <laughs> this is just the stuff on the field. Oh. Okay. So attack number attack number one is a twenty-one. Twenty-one is going to hit. Okay. So Korath, on his final step through the air when he plants onto the top. I'm assuming these are tile roofs. Um, <laughs> onto the tile roof of the <laughs> of the of the of the roof. Kind of just stares down this guy and in a kind of smooth motion just hits him to on his on his uh right side so- on his right side okay or his right his, ribs his back his back cuz okay. he's facing forward um so he hit on that first one and he is going to attack with oh both of those are that was a 2 and a 1 and because of my great, greater weapons fighting I get to reroll twos and ones absolutely two do it
3: up no. Oh. the exact
2: same what? thing. Oh gosh. Okay. Lame. So, yeah, seriously. That's <laughs> still that uh 10 points of damage first attack.
3: You shatter his spine. <laughs> it falls he off
2: falls off the roof. He falls off the roof. I just want to, I want him to go flying off. Yes. The
3: he, <laughs> you you break through his his ribs and you you feel his backbone break. And then he falls off the roof, dead. Okay, and then... You still have more movement speed, because right? Because of haste. Because
1: of haste. All right. Haste! Yeah. So,
2: so then Korath goes and then hits in. So he swings, and then his, his hammer is down to his left side now, and then he upper he uppercuts this, the this second, this second enemy as he moves forward another 15 feet. Okay, roll Just it up. Under the jaw with under the maul. Under the jaw with the, with the maul. That's amazing. Under the jaw with the mall. Rhymes. Okay, so that is a sixteen to hit. A sixteen
3: is going to hit.
2: Okay. Woo! Fifteen points of
3: damage. You you watch his whole head just like turn ninety degrees upward. (sighs) As you and you, you you feel his jawbone shatter and he falls lifeless to the ground. You've killed two shadow warriors thus far. Okay, and then, so haste allows me to use one weapon,
2: but since I haven't used my haste things, can I switch and throw a uh, hand axe? Yeah, it's one weapon attack. Why would you do that? Why can't you move? Because I, 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 I'm not going to be able to move anymore. How much extra movement speed do you get? I get double. double, and I moved, I've moved like 50 feet so far. I'm not going to be able to make it to the last guy. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Describe yeah, yeah. it. So, and then as Korath snaps that one guy, he, he kind of keeps running forward and he just shoves the still standing at the time corpse off of,
3: off of the roof. Does he say anything? Come on. Give me something. (laughs) Bet you didn't think I was going to do that. (laughs) I actually forgot you could fly.
2: (laughs) Like, right. you're like like, what kind of items are you looking for I'm just like you know what that would be very useful <laughs> flying true. rock so yeah. then uh, Korath I'm assuming like is Brimley, are you still on my yeah, shoulder during all of this i was <laughs> just long for the ride you're just covered in viscera at this point <laughs> <laughs> alright and then last attack that is a
3: 22 to hit that is going to be hit
1: that's gonna break their body this is gonna kill
3: uh, that is sixteen points of damage. You said you like thrust your maul into him. Yeah, I'm. It hits I'm, him I'm right really in followed. the heart, and a disgusting amount of blood shoots out of his body. As you know, you've literally crushed his heart, <laughs> and he. I mean, once you like kind of shake him off your <clears> hammer, <throat> he he falls lifeless to the ground. You just killed three foes in. One turn that was pretty yeah. dang good. And with his final attack, he just kind of like he just kind of like
2: he just kind of he doesn't use an attack. He just swings up the air, and he's just like, "I'm coming
3: for you!" And they when they do that, they like turn and they like, like whoa, whoa. you 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 see trembling. Holy crap! As this like armored rock man <laughs> flies up, lands on, and just swats these shadow warriors aside. It's Brimley Thank you for listening While you're
4: waiting for the next episode You can, you know, talk to us We got Facebook We got Instagram We got Twitter Our username is Gonna Hurt D&D, So that's cool And then if you really want to email us You can email us at ThisIsGonnaHurtInfo At gmail.com And then We got a newfangled website dot com. Yeah So, yeah, that was Brimley. This is Steven. We like doing this podcast. We've been paying ourselves for the last two years to bring it to you every week, which is pretty cool. We didn't think we could do that. But we want to kind of keep bringing you guys the podcast and bring you some new cool things that we have in the works. And that all costs money. And we don't have that much. So if you guys want to see cool new stuff, you know, you can support us in our Patreon, which you can find on our website. And we've tried to come up with some cool rewards that we think you guys will like. And you can, you know, keep This Is Gonna Hurt coming to you every week. If you can't donate money, that's fine. I understand. Everybody's broke. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Podbean or Podcast Addict or Stitcher, whatever you guys use. And if you want to leave us reviews, that helps people find us and we can grow the community that we have. Because that's always really cool, too. We'll see you next week.